Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by Navy Federal Credit Union. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by Navy Federal Credit Union. She's Becky Hammond. She's Ooh. Ramona Shelburne. She's Chinea Gumake. And I'm Malika Andrews. I feel like we shouldn't waste any time. We need to get to the performance we of the do. night. Yeah. Because, so Darvin Ham comes in to the, to the post-game media scrum, yeah. and he says, oh, man, how was Wilt tonight? Wilt was so good. <laughs> Wilt Davis oh. was great. I was like, who is, oh, Wilt Anthony Davis. <laughs> Let's you. take you to Crypto.com Arena <laughs> and show you why. Because AD was Fallen out of control last night against the Memphis Grizzlies. You can see Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He was in the building. A lot of stars there for Pau Gasol's jersey ceremony. But we're going to take you to the beginning of this one here. Anthony Davis putting in work. He was... He caught a, an elbow, though, in the in the nose, Becky. He left the game for a little bit, got a Band-Aid, two big gashes on his nose, but he was all right. He would come back in. You can see he was a little, a little shaken up there, though, Chanae. Yeah, he was, but it was glad to make a triumphant return, and triumphant is an understatement here. Yeah, absolutely. So then, once again, the Lakers, they get out and transition here, looking for AD, able to get it to go. What do you see on that one, Becky? Oh, I mean, just toughness. I, I've been there. I've had the things up the nose. Yeah. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. Kudos to him because let's. nobody thought he was coming back. But he came back and delivered. His you know nickname, what? Fair or Not, had been street clothes. And last night he and was this tough. You know what you know what it reminded me of? Remember when Steve Nash had that bloody nose and he played all through it? Yeah. Anthony Davis needs some moments like this. This is like, don't call him street clothes anymore. He is taking this team on his back like without that. LeBron James and yep. D'Angelo Russell. And look, the coast, doing it all. The, the look on his face tells you everything. Dennis Schroeder gets this one up and in. Anthony Davis on cleanup patrol there. The Lakers, they get the win. Take a listen to Anthony Davis after the game. You ended up with 30. You also had a season-high rebounds with 22. How's the nose? You see it's still bleeding, but we got we to win basketball games. Um, do whatever I can to come out and, and compete every night and help this team get victories. Every game we play from here on out, 15 games left, 16, whatever the number is, is a must-win for us, and um, nothing changed tonight. And just your thoughts on Davis uh, on both ends of the court. And, and Will? The, uh, Anthony. Yeah, Davis. Will. Oh, Will, gotcha. Yeah. Will Davis. Wilt Davis. So with the win, the Lakers, they've moved up to ninth in the West. It's the highest they've been all season long. And since that 2-10 start, the Lakers, they actually have the fourth best record in the Western Conference. With AD looking the way that he was last night, Chanae, what's the ceiling that you're putting on this Lakers team? The ceiling is the fifth spot to me, which mm. means clear yourself of the play-in and get yourselves in the playoffs. And I say that because the West is mumbo-jumbo, right? <laughs> if you have 32 losses, you could be the Lakers at nine or you could be at the fifth spot. And so you get two more wins, you reintroduce LeBron James, you could really have a shot at the playoffs. But what I loved about Anthony Davis, a lot of people are going to talk about that 30 and 22, the offense. Right. To me, it's his impact defensively. What do the Lakers do in the 
second half. They held the Grizzlies to 46 second-half points. That's a, because of his tenacity. That's his will. We saw him snatching rebounds, 22 I mentioned, and then going coast-to-coast coast and sharing with his teammates. This is the Anthony Davis that, you know, Lakers fans have been waiting for, and I think the motto that he has to remember is sometimes you have to go through it to get to it. Mm. He has to go through a couple of awkward games as someone that has dealt with injuries and nicks and knacks. I know this myself, to get to the other side. Coach Becky, you see this in the W all the time. Well, you have to go through a rigorous schedule to get to the benefits of it. Yes, and now that it's a good time to start playing your best basketball right but if you don't want the name street clothes and you want street cred <laughs> get out and play in those moments yeah. in big games when it matters most when your team needs you most city needs you most but you should be doing this the whole year right like this is the lakers team that everybody wants to see and go back to when they won I believe they were the best defensive team in the league. They were. And that is what is going to win championships at the end of the day. I know everybody loves offense, but <laughs> let Coach Hammond come out for one minute and let's start playing some freaking defense yeah. out here, league. <laughs> Association. You know what also, you know who he did this against? Jaron Jackson yeah. Jr. Okay, Dylan Brooks was back in that game. Like, those are two very strong defensive players. So for him to get, have a game like that against those guys is saying something else. I also think, though, like this, this Laker team, they're trying to get out of the play-in tournament. Yes. You're right, five is probably the ceiling there. Dennis Schroeder told me the other day, when they had 30 games left, they said, we need to win 20 of these. Mm. 20 out of 30 gets you out of the play-in tournament. And I, they actually could get all the way up to six, maybe even five, if they really went on a run. Yep. And I and I think they would be a team that no one would want to see in the first round. But if they don't get LeBron James back, and they need a good version of LeBron James, not LeBron James who wills himself back in and is still kind of hobbled with that foot injury, I don't see how they do much in the playoffs beyond maybe a first-round win. But to, to win something of note, and it's, and it's really – you know, I'm never going to doubt LeBron James. Right. right. But if he can come back and look like what he did before this injury, they only had one game together, the, the, the three, D'Angelo Russell, LeBron, and Anthony Davis. This is the best team they have had since the bubble team. Mm. This is the best team the Lakers have had since 2020 when they won the whole championship. And one thing that was important about and and you know this, Coach, too, Everybody had four months off. Mm. Everybody was healthy going into the bubble. I, I got to tell you, Ramona, I remember sitting up here next to Ramona and you saying, um, oh, no, no problem. The Lakers could, the fully healthy Lakers, they could beat the Nuggets. That wouldn't be, that wouldn't be an issue. And They're so, that good. Yeah. Well, if I gotta, they have LeBron back. I got to tell you, being in the locker room last night, and I haven't been to every game, so I checked in with, with some of the beat writers. This is the highest, the happiest, yep. the most upbeat that I have seen the Los Angeles Lakers in a long time. It was downright jovial and laughing in the locker room after the game. Anthony Davis, you could tell that he was feeling good about the way that he played, but he said, we want to be greedy. Mm. We don't want to be satisfied sitting down here at ninth. We want to go up and up and up, and they feel like they are trending in that direction. And I don't think you can undervalue. I have a personal philosophy yeah. of this. Happy players make better players. Yeah. <laughs> Bar none. Happy players make yeah. better players. Amen. Preach. <laughs> The happier I can make you as a player, mm. the better you're going to perform. And that chemistry piece, that joy, yep. I'm sorry. Every one of those guys started playing basketball because they had fun doing it. Yep. And it's such a taboo word because it's a business and this and that. But go out there and have fun. Compete. Like, it's it's a relative term, right? right. Like, mm -hmm. to me, competing your ass off is Winning fun. Winning is fun. Winning is fun. My dad yes, had the same when we were fun. a kid. He would say, the, the, the goal is to go out there and have fun. But winning is more fun than losing. Yeah. And I said, all right, Dad, that makes sense to me. Uh, I don't know how much fun the Grizzlies are having right now, though, because with the loss, they dropped to the third spot in the West. And this is a team that continues to be without John Morant. And head coach Taylor Jenkins, he was asked about his star player before the game.
said it yesterday, it's a healing process. So if everyone expects something to change overnight, we know we've got to be, you know, due diligence and respectful on that. So we're talking about job being in a better place personally and also professionally, you know. So, um, you know, to put a timetable on it, I think it's disrespectful in my opinion. We want to make sure he's in a great place uh, for himself, but also as a responsible, you know, teammate here. All right, Ceremony, you were around the Grizzlies last night. What are their next steps here without John Moran? Well, I mean, look, they said he'll be away from the team for at least two games. Well, it's been two games. So the question is, even though the Grizzlies have said, you know, there's no timetable on this, uh, 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern, they have to say whether he's on the injury report still because they have a game tomorrow against the Golden State Warriors back at home. Now, being around the Grizzlies, the expectation uh, just all throughout that organization is this will be a much longer process than those two games. The NBA investigation is still ongoing. Colorado authorities are still looking into this. And the the speculation internally, at least, I mean, players, coach, they're all thinking like they're going to be without him for a while. I had a conversation with Tyus Jones, who it, thinks of himself as a starter in this league. He's going yeah. to be the starter there for quite a while, and he's taken on more of a leadership role with the Grizzlies, with John Moran out here. It's an unprecedented time. They've, they've fallen into a tie for second place. Right. I, that loss last night, tied for second with the Sacramento Kings after having a pretty ironclad grip on that spot for a long time. But I think the expectation is they'll be without Jaw for much longer because the Grizzlies have thus far done everything to let the league have its time to investigate. Mm -hmm. It doesn't seem like that investigation is going to wrap up anytime soon. So in that time without John Morant, let's take a look at the Grizzlies' upcoming schedule here because five of their next seven games are going to come against the Warriors or the Mavericks. So that's a pretty heavy dose that we're talking yeah. about of some Steph and some Luka. And speaking of Steph, the Warriors, they were in action last night against the Thunder in Oklahoma City, and the road woes continue for Golden State. You can see Steph Curry getting ready for this one here. But I, I want to pick this up in the second quarter here, Becky, because Draymond Green, watch him here. He's calling for the ball, calling for the ball, calling over and over. He is stamping his feet when he doesn't get it. And then it kind of looks like he gives up on the play, and then they turn the ball ball over here. Yeah, I mean, for a guy that I have to say is one of the utmost professionals, yeah. uh, that, that's just unacceptable. And quite honestly, the per I have to question this team's professionalism on the road. Mm. It is your job to go out there. You cannot have be exceptional at home and be a completely different team on the road. It's yep. mind-boggling. It, it, it really is unprecedented, the disparity that we've seen between the two. Shea Gilgis-Alexander oh, has tough been bucket. excellent. I love year. it. This all-star nod just seems like it's building and building his confidence. But again, the Warriors, finally a little bit more ball movement here. Nope, there's the foul call. What was this? What do you think of this, Malika? I mean, that looked like it was ball to me, but... Review. You know, you're going to review it. And let's take a listen to Steve Kerr after the game. There was a possession late in the first where Jordan had the ball in his hand and Draymond was waving down. He was open and Jordan passed it off to play. It turns into a turnover. Um, and Draymond didn't join the team on the other end. Just what did you kind of think of? I felt we were, we were a little disconnected in the first half um, several times. And uh, so we... Uh, we talked about that at halftime, um, tried to you know, get back out there and compete, um, you know, the, the, the second half. But um, there was uh, there was definitely a disconnect in the first half and that, that cost us. 
So that loss, it dropped the Warriors to 7-25 and on the road, which is just mind-boggling. No team with even remotely that bad of a road record has ever won the NBA championship. You can take a look there. The worst road team to win it all was the 1957-58 St. Louis Hawks. They went 9-19 and away from home. And remember how big we talked about yesterday being for the Western Conference? A lot has changed in one day in the West Standings. Here's a look at what they looked like entering play on Tuesday, right? And then take a look now. 10 of the top 13, 10 of the top 13 teams in the West trading places. Everybody except the number one Nuggets, the number four Suns, the number eight Clippers. Now we talked about the Lakers. They moved from 11 to nine. The Jazz, I'm so sorry, producer Condis, they dropped from <laughs> nine to 13. So considering there are now three teams that are tied for 10th in the West, which is just kind of wild to think about. You've lived this play-in, playoff balance. What do you look at? How do you coach for that? Yeah, so obviously it's a kind of a different animal than the regular season game. Um, you look at it as a game seven. It, it's win or go home. You put all your efforts and energy into this one game. Because it, it's different than a series. A series, you go in with a game plan. You get to make adjustments. You get to do these. This is, you better have it all together right away. And so it's, it's a really fun, actually exciting way to play. But it sucks to lose because you're going home. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, I also think it's it's about all those teams that are the, – the, the teams that are trying to get into the play-in are interesting. The teams that are trying to stay out of the play-in are, to me, the most interesting. That's the Warriors, the Clippers. Yep. The Timberwolves have been there before, but most especially the Mavs. So between the Warriors, Mavs, and Clippers, two of those three are going to get into the regular playoffs. One of them is going to end up in that play-in. And – could be going home in the first with one game, as, as Coach Hammond said, and and I think it's like if you're the Warrior, you don't want to be in the play-in. If you're we Dallas, saw a couple of years ago, they don't want to be in the play-in. Yeah, they were here. And then they played Memphis, and we know how that went. Yeah, I just love the new kids on the block. I mean, who would have thunk at this point in the season Sacramento was at two, Phoenix with a new look, Kevin Durant is at four, and even Minnesota at seven feels like they could creep up if they keep going off of this Anthony Edwards energy. So I like the new kids on the block, and I didn't listen to their music that much, but I did go to the concert in Connecticut when I had time. You say who would have They're a good time. They're a good time. You say who would have thunk? Who, I did too. <laughs> I love you, sis. All right, so Second we come on NBA today. Oh, wait, sorry. Oh. Did I, like, explode it myself? Was arguably, <laughs> I'm with you, though. The best tandem in the game, right? Kyle's relationship with Kobe Bryant, it led him to where he is today. You're going to hear from him coming up in just a little bit. And Kevin Durant, he makes his home debut oh. tonight in yes. the desert. Hear what he expects from the crowd. I think it's going to be loud in that arena. Plus, we have a special reveal here right here on NBA Today. WNBA games that will be on national Let's TV. That's coming up next. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right Back. I went to the New Kids on the Block concert because uh-huh. TLC was performing. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. NBA Today is presented by Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. They won their first title in franchise history and now 72 days from their quest to begin their repeat. Are we ready? I, I am ready to get going for sure. I'm stoked. Let's She's get gonna going. She's going to have something to say about like, that. She, she wants, she I'll be showing up in my Agumake jersey. You get your moment. Guess what? Right now, though, on NBA Today, we have the exclusive release of the WNBA games that are going to be televised on our featured family of networks. It all gets going underway on Friday, May 19th, when eight-time WNBA All-Star Brittany Griner takes the court in what is certain to be a powerful moment as the Phoenix Mercury, they visit Janae Agumake's Los Angeles yeah, Parks. That game will air on ESPN and stream on ESPN+. Plus. And by the way, that's the first time a WNBA game will be available on the ESPN streaming service, which is awesome. And then a return to look forward to New York newest star, Brianna Stewart. Stewie starred with Seattle six seasons. She's going to face her formal team in a pair of national telecasts, the first of which will be when the Liberty visit the Storm on Tuesday, May 30th. That'll be on ESPN2. And then on July 15th on ABC, the brightest stars in the W will have center stage for the WNBA All-Star Game in Las Vegas, the WNBA Skills Challenge, the Starry Three-Point Contest. They will air on ESPN the day before. That is Friday, <laughs> Better July Better okay. Oh, yeah. She needs a big one this year. And then, Coach, They're working on it. your defending champion Las Vegas Aces. They will play on our air seven times this year. But the game that we're all looking forward to, it is Sunday, August 6th on ABC. When you take on the newest super team in the W, the New York Liberty. I mean, that's one that I just cannot wait for. So there are going to be 25 national TV games on ESPN or ABC this season. The Liberty, they have the most with nine, followed by Becky's Las Vegas Aces, the defending champions, with seven. Janae. I know you got all 40 Sparks games circled on your calendar, but yes, if there is one that I need to show up, sit courtside for, which one is that? LA, you know what to do. <laughs> show up, show out, May 19th when we take on the Phoenix Mercury, which by the way, so excited for. The energy for our Sparks is so great, but it's for that young lady right there. BG's return. What a moment it is going to be for our league. She brings joy to everyone that competes on the court, including myself. You can get these buckets, BG. Okay? <laughs> you can get these buckets, BG. We love you. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for the matchup, and I'm excited for this overall season as a whole. I can't believe you guys are showing me. Hey, fade away, Minnie. Let's go. No. Minnie. We're showing you because you are a certified bucket. Okay, Becky, what are you most looking forward to? Don't say oh, man. Don't say take it on today. <laughs> Honestly, BG back is a huge thing. I yeah. mean, it was just a it, it, there was a heaviness around the league last yeah. year, yep. and so to have her back in the mix, um, that's number one. Mm. Uh, we got our girl back. Um, but after that, I got to tell you, when when I switched over and in the quality of skill and just overall play is so good, and I just I really enjoy just watching. I have to watch a lot more than everybody else, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just looking forward to getting these ladies out. I enjoy my team. Like I yeah. love being around their energy. Um, 
and being a part of their their, their group. So I, I'm well, can I start something though? Can I start like okay? <laughs> You're going to anyway. Go ahead. So the Liberty has more national TV games than the defending champs who just added Candace Parker. Yeah. Well, that's get a little bit bulletin board for you. You use that. Who's making these decisions. <laughs> I mean, like for me, that's the game. Those are the two yep. super teams in this it's league. It's gonna be fun. And then I want to see what it's like for Brianna Stewart when she goes back to Seattle. Mm. Oh yeah. Okay, like they're gonna give her a great reception. She she was so great for them for so many years, leaving to go home, play in New York. She's from New York, but. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting comeback game. We have not seen any anything out of Seattle that would suggest she's gonna get booed or anything. I expect everything oh, nice. For sure. but it's, it's gonna be ratcheted up a little bit. There'll be a little I gotta tell you that night. The, the matchup of the super teams, the aces yeah. and the liberty. Be careful. I know. And then I, but I was gonna say anything that involves my MVP micro. I'll be there for that one. That's I, what text, I'm like. I text Sandy when yeah. it came out when it when it came out, everything. Uh -huh. Obviously here brought yeah. things yep. whatever. When it when it came out, so Sandy coached me in in San Antonio. Brundella, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, Sandy Brundella, head coach for uh, the New York Liberty, right now. I was like, this is about to be fun. It's about to be fun. <laughs> Becky cracked her knuckles and says, Best friend it's of me. about to yeah. go down in she the W. I cannot wait. I am Fine. counting down to when the W tips off. Still to come, though, on NBA Today. Speaking of some debuts, Kevin Durant, his desert debut. That's tonight against the Oklahoma City Thunder. So Brian Windhorst, he will be joining us live from Phoenix to discuss everything Suns. And hey, Chanette. Yes, ma'am. I hear you and Becky, you have a little breakdown for us oh, on yeah. why Dallas's dominant duo is creating opportunities for others to shine. You're going to explain just a bit. Absolutely. Plus, we have an update on the injury status of Zion Williamson, when we can respect, expect him to return to the Pelicans lineup. All that and more. We're just getting started. NBA Today rolls on after this. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is a team in the desert that certainly is going to have immediate championship aspirations. Kevin Durant's IQ is on full display. The man understands how to play basketball. The skill set for his size, you know, is second to none. Back to KD with six. Durant driving on Hardaway. Pull up jumper. It's pressure because I'm one of the best players to ever play the game. Durant got it, and Phoenix has a two-point lead. All right, Suns fans, get excited. Your time is now. Tonight is the night. Kevin Durant, he is making his home debut in the Roadshow. 
I mean, whew, it has looked pretty good so far. They've gone 3-0, and and as Kevin Durant said yesterday, he expects it to be loud as fans rally in the Valley. So let's go to Phoenix now as we say hello to our senior writer, Brian Windhorst. Brian, one thing that I've been keeping an eye on is Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. They've been facilitating a little bit more with this new pairing. Where does that leave Chris Paul? Yeah, this is a strange situation, Malika, because the answer is Chris Paul is now the mark for some of these teams out there trying to figure out how to defend Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. In the game on Sunday at Dallas, they debuted a defensive game plan that would not surprise me if other teams followed. And that game plan was to basically double team either Durant or Booker and even pack the paint to try to protect against DeAndre Ayton and frankly just leave Chris Paul and whoever the fifth man on the floor, which whether it's Tory Craig, whether it's Josh Okoji or Ish Wainwright, but they were blatantly leaving Chris Paul alone. Now, he mm. killed that strategy in the fourth quarter, Malika. He had two three-pointers, but this is a strange situation. Chris Paul is having the lowest scoring season of his career, his second worst field goal percentage. I think teams are going to see that, and they're going to begin challenging Chris, and now, after being one of the greatest point guards in the history of the NBA, he is now going to be required to hit some spot-up shots as teams try to grapple with this new system here in Phoenix. Very, very interesting. Hey, Brian, while we we have you. I wanted to check in on the Pelicans who are also on our air and more specifically Zion Williamson. We haven't seen him in action since January 2nd. What is the latest on when we might be seeing him? Yeah, so three and a half weeks ago, the Pelicans announced that there was a setback uh, in his recovery from that hamstring injury, and he has not any new timetable to play. And that injury has really been hurtful to them. They have, since they announced that, they've lost six of their last seven games. Mm. Uh, they had a 10-game losing streak right after Zion initially had the injury. They recovered a little bit, but they've also had injuries to Larry Nance and to Jose Alvarado. And Malika, they've just plummeted down the standings. They are now in 10th place, barely holding on to last play-in spot, and tonight they begin a vital four-game homestand. All these teams at home, all around them, in front of them, or directly behind them in the play-in standings, they've got a tough road schedule left. They still have a long four-game West Coast trip they have to go back out again later this month. They have got to take advantage of these games at home, and they're not playing well right now, and they're not going to get Zion Williamson back in the short term to help them do it. Mm, very interesting, Brian. Thank you. The Pelicans, they've gone 8-20 and 20 in that stretch thus far without Zion Williamson, but enjoy the game tonight in Phoenix. I'm excited to see Kevin Durant in action, but you know who can get pretty excited? Steve Ballmer and the Clippers. An announcement had him uh, with an all-timer. Take a listen. Pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! Hardcore. Hardcore, baby. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. 
With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. What I wish for the future of women in sports is equity. Just equity and equality. I wish for equality. Build leagues that they can stay home and shine in front of their families and friends. We're seeing everyone win in ways that are bigger than sports itself. They are appreciated and valued on the exact same playing field and the same level as men. A continued economic investment into women. They get the investment and the resources that they deserve. That the WNBA women will be allowed to travel on charter planes. See themselves in spaces, front offices, fields, courts, wherever. A world that respects women in sports, that respects women who are athletes, that looks at them as equal, that pays them equally. And when we take a step towards that, we will be taking a step towards a brighter and better future. Let's get to some hoops. Last night, the Mavericks improved to 3-5 and five when Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic both play after winning 120-116 against the Utah Jazz. Kyrie Irving, he had 33 points, including 17 in the fourth. He's back to captain fourth quarter. And then Luka Doncic added 29 points. So, Janae, Ben, I think it's time to break this down a little bit. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm handing the rings to Coach. Coach, let's break down this amazing high-scoring duo. Let's get to it. Well, here we go. Spacing, first of all, you got a little ISO action here. Luca is phenomenal at just reading defense. What's the right play, right? Baiting, you see here comes the double team right here. Here's normally like the first pass out, right? Well, he shoots the gap. He anticipates that first pass. You can't do that to Luca. And then it's fun to play with unselfish superstars. There's no hesitation here on what is the right, correct play. Pass immediately. See, if Kyrie holds that ball, they get to rotate. That buys that defense an extra second to, to rotate and get out to that shooter. Again, here we go. Don't love the spacing as much, but spread out, spread out. Here we go. He's got another ISO. This time they come from strong side. Most times, you know, a lot of teams won't do that. Uh, he's just an elite passer, though. Here comes the double again. If you didn't know it, you know it now. The guy's got eyes behind his head. And again, nice catch and shoot three. I'm going to pull a perk and I'm going to say freeze it here because right here, Tim Hardaway Jr., what are his numbers? What have they been since All-Star break? They have been 18 points per game on 63% shooting from three. He's been lining up. And this is the offense that is generated when Luka leads the league in double team. So it's been a great, you know, it took a little while for them to get settled. But now it seems like those double teams are helping. My mic has fallen, but that's not going to stop the, the stats, right? The Mavs have been... <laughs> Dominant offensively in their three wins with both Luka and Kyrie. I mean, just look at these numbers right here. On the floor, scoring almost 132 points per game while averaging 22 made three-pointers. Shooting 49% from three-point shooting. That's a lot of good looks. What more do you have on the Mavs, Malika? We are now joined by two-time WNBA champion, current Washington Mystic and Dallas Mavericks assistant coach, Christy Tolliver. Christy, thank you so much for spending some time with us here on NBA Today. 
Yes, thank you for having me. We are so excited. You're such an accomplished player in the WNBA, and you have made this impressive transition to coaching while you're still playing. So for you, let's talk about the Mavericks a little bit. With 16 games remaining, how are you viewing the rest of the season here? Uh, very optimistic. Um, you know, obviously with the addition of Kyrie, uh, Holiday, uh, we have a good roster. We're very sound. Um, we play team basketball. Uh, it's all about peaking at the right time. So with 16 games left uh, in fifth place, uh, we're trending in the right direction. So I'm, I'm very excited. Trending in the right direction. The Mavs are three and five when both Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic play. What have you thought so far of the early partnership? Uh, I'm excited for it. You know, I think all good things take time, and obviously we're, we're against the clock right now, but mm-hmm. um, they're two magical players, uh, so dynamic, uh, extremely skilled, uh, and they want to win. You know, they, they can score inside, outside. They're team-first guys. Uh, they know how to make the players around them better. So uh, when you have two guys like that and then you have, you know, great shot makers in, in, in what we have, uh, you know, I'm excited. I think it's going to be we're going to have a great run uh, keeping these guys spirit and keeping the urgency yeah. in the right way. Uh, we're, we'll be in good shape. Offensively, you guys are electric. What is the message defensively? Uh, urgency, you know, don't wait, you know, mm. get after it early um, details, uh, KYP, um, but just playing with playing with the right spirit and playing together. Um, you know, our, our defense is, is based around team. Uh, we know that obviously there, there are question marks on the floor, just like on any team, um, but we do everything together. We have each other's back, we cover for one another. So I think the more we can get locked in uh, personnel wise and just scheme wise, again, we still have some new guys, um, that cohesiveness coming together, uh, we'll be fine. Um, obviously we can light it up on the offensive end. That's never a problem for us, mm-hmm. but defensively, you know, we got to lock in and, and these guys know it, they want it um, and they're willing to work. And that's all you can ask. Christy, I got to tell you that some days when I think about hosting two shows in a day, my mind starts to spin. And then I look at you and you are coaching at the highest level and playing at the highest level all at the same time. What does that look like for you? Uh, it's a blessing. Um, I wouldn't want it any other way. Um, I love the game of basketball. I'm a student of the game. So to be a part of the Dallas Mavericks coaching staff um, and now the Washington Mystics as a player going into year 14, um, I'm a basketball junkie. So there's nothing else I would want more. Um, you know, I love being around these guys. I learned so much from them, um, just the way that they learned from me, um, you know, in this together. Um, and, and I take all these lessons and I go into the summer and you know, staying healthy and being fit and, and having my body right. If, if all those things are happening, then uh, I'm really, really excited for this summer because I'm putting in the work, uh, working with Sham God uh, every single day. <laughs> me right. Uh, I'm really, really excited. I have to imagine, too, that the level of respect and appreciation that the Dallas Mavericks players have for you and what you are doing, it has to just be on a different level because you're doing both what they are doing and you are coaching them all at the same time. We actually just released the ESPN Family of Networks WNBA schedule. Is there a game that you're circling that you're looking at that you're like, ooh I can't wait to suit up for that one? There is, but it's really less about the competitive spirit and more about uh, being a friend of Sue Bird mm. um, and her retirement in Seattle. Um, you know, just to celebrate that with her. She's one of a kind. She's one of my favorite people in the world. Uh, so to be able to be there in that game to celebrate her and also kick their team's butt, uh, I'm really <laughs> looking forward to it. That's a little bit of the best of both worlds, when, when you can get the win but also celebrate your friend. Christy Tolliver, thank you so much for spending some time with us here on NBA Today. Best of luck.
Thank you so much. So tonight in the association, our doubleheader, it starts in the Big Easy with Brandon Ingram and the Pelicans hosting Luka, Kyrie, and the Mavs. That's at 7.30. And then it's off to L.A. for the Raptors taking on Kawhi and the Clippers. Our coverage tips with NBA Countdown at 7 o'clock. And speaking of the Clippers, did y'all see this? Heard it. Toilets! 1160 toilets and urinals! Three times the NBA average number of toilets and urinals! We do not want people waiting in line! We want them to get back to their damn seats uh, at the end of the half! What?! Look, toilets! A good bathroom is important. Urinals! Listen to other heated seats, and we got Toto. We don't need all that. I mean, what what kind of toilets are we talking about man. here? I just want no vibes. Get in. No get lime. Out. I know. All right, we're done talking about toilets <laughs> and urinals. Still to come on NBA. I'm going to sit over here. Today. We are joined by a very special hey, guest. The future is here. Pepper personally is joining us. Do not miss that coming up after the Our break. jobs are not safe here. No, ma'am. She no, ma'am. We got to level us. up our game. She's coming for us. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, everyone. Pepper here. I'm here with Dan's Rossi, and I'm about to ask a question. Hi, Caitlin. What's up? Just how excited are you to have Becky Hammond back? I want to see a show of hands if you've gone to a women's sports game. We have the best fans in the league. Uh, appreciate you guys coming out. We're hungry. Let's get it. It's super important to show out and show up for girls and women who are living their dreams playing sports. I mean, how awesome is that? What a highlight. We're welcoming in 11-year-old sports reporter Pepper Persley. Pepper, thank you so much for joining us. That was awesome. So cute. I didn't even the know best. they were doing that. I mean, we, we try to have a couple little tricks up our sleeves for you, Pepper. <laughs> we know that you're the expert in this, so we try to even surprise the experts because I'm looking at the list of people that you've interviewed. First Lady Jill Biden, Michelle Obama, WNBA stars, we're talking Kelsey Plum, we're talking Sue Bird, we're talking Stewie. How did you first get into sports journalism, my friend? Um, I love telling the story because I think it's surprisingly simple. Um, I was really curious um, growing up when I was younger, because I'm still growing up, um, <laughs> and I, I love sports, and the two just found a way to connect, and I think going to a lot of sports games, WNBA games specifically, um, just inspired me to want to know what it was like, and I think my curiosity uh, was able to like sprout my journey, and from there, like you said, I've done a lot of interviews, and I absolutely love what I do, and there's like no pressure on me to do any of this work, and I think that's what makes it the most fun, because the people I talk to are people that I really want to talk to, and that's why I love all my interviews. Mm. Pepper, we have so much in common, so much joy that comes from you when you talk sports, but I also know you're a hooper as well. That's what we have in common as well. So how do you plan on going from the sidelines to the court and balance both? Well, I feel like you're one of the people I can look to and think about in that kind of way, because 
For the WNBA, there is an offseason, and the NBA is in that offseason. I feel like it's perfect. So I'm kind of following your career path, you know? Oh, I got you. Any tips, tricks, I got you, girl. I love that. Chanae is absolutely, I mean, I look up to Chanae, so she is absolutely someone who should be and is blazing a path for you. I love you, sis. Uh, Anti-bullying, though, it's a message. You've woven it into many of your interviews with WNBA players. Why was that so important to you, Pepper? Um... I was bullied in second grade and it was something that was really hard for me to overcome. And when I did get to a point where I was on the backside of that, I was like, no one should ever have to feel that way. So mm-hmm. I've made it my mission, one of my missions to to do whatever I can to, to make sure kids don't have to experience what I experienced and feel the way I felt. And if that means interviewing incredible athletes and getting their stories, then that's what I can and will continue to do. You know what that makes me think of? It makes me think of one of one of my personal heroes, Robin Roberts, who said, make your mess your message. And that's what you're doing. You're making your mess your message. You're, you're part of the next generation of journalists and WNBA hopefuls. And so much of what you've done in your budding career, it's highlighting the voices of women. Why is that so important to you? It's important to me because I feel like, unfortunately, those are the stories that are told the least. Mm. And as a girl myself, of course, there's so many women that I look up to. And it's important to me to share their stories because if I know their stories and they inspire me, why shouldn't everyone know? And so that's been another thing that like drives me. And I've there are people, so many people like like I look up to, everyone on this panel, and to people like my mom. And so I feel like there are incredible women all around me and all their stories deserve to be told all right i feel like we've asked you a bunch of questions and if we could i think it's time to flip it and reverse the script a little bit pass the mic back to you because we actually we told becky this morning that you were going to be on the show and becky goes oh pepper's grilled me so many times what's she going to be bringing for us today so what questions do you have for us pepper Hey, you're putting me back in my comfort zone i appreciate it <laughs> I, feel you. I hate Very being good. on the other side <laughs> It's it's so interesting because I'm like, I should be asking the questions. Like the first couple of times I was being interviewed, it's so uncomfortable. Um, All right. So I have a question for each of you that are all related to today being International Women's Day. So I'll start with you, Coach. How would you describe a sisterhood and how have you established one in Las Vegas? How would you how would I describe the sisterhood? Is that what you said? Yes. Okay. Oh, man. I mean, a sisterhood is a sisterhood, right? Like, it's somebody that you have their back. Um, It's somebody that you trust in hard times. It's somebody who, um, it's not like they have to show up. They want to show up for you. Um, And so how I do that in San San Antonio, Las Vegas, (laughs) um, is is basically you got to spend time with each other. I think when you get to know each other, um, you go to battles and you go to work um, every day with each other. Um, you build a rapport, you build a trust, um, and it's just relationship building. And so that's what I went about when I first got the job. I wanted to get on the phone and call them and get to know them. Um, I wanted to know about their backgrounds, what made them tick, um, and just learn about each other. And so I think one thing that the WNBA, the NBA, the basketball community as a whole, um, it it is a big family. Um, And it's funny because either it's getting smaller or I'm just getting older because I feel like I know everybody now. <laughs> it's so interesting because, like, I feel like it's – I'll talk to someone and they'll know someone I interviewed. It's like mm. it's always those connections. Yeah. So I, I agree with that. <laughs> All what? right, Janae. What's up, girl? Question 
for you. Um, how have you seen women's sports evolve throughout the course of your career? Ooh, love this question. Thank you for the question, Pepper. I've seen women's sports evolve because women are now taking control of their own destinies. We have platforms, we have opportunities, even the ability for myself, you know, at my semi-youngish age to be able to occupy this space and speak on the game that I love, knowing that, you know, if you got game, you got game. If you're a hooper, you're a hooper. There are no limits to what you can do, you know? So for me, just seeing so many women push boundaries and, and really exceed expectations, that to me is taking control of your own destiny. And I think a lot of it is the autonomy that we have in controlling our own brands and being our best selves. So I love where the game is going. I think we have a lot of work to go, uh, you know, to keep going. But nonetheless, we're in a pretty good place and I'm grateful for these moments. Mm. All right, that was awesome, thank you. All right, so for Ramona, yeah. I'm curious, was there a woman who inspired you to be a reporter? You know what? Um, there's a lot of them, actually. I think the first time, Jackie McMullen is always the first name that oh. comes to my mind because Jackie is like the OG sports reporter. The first time I met her, I could hardly talk. I thoroughly embarrassed myself. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then Shelly Smith out here in L.A. Like Shelly uh, was, I grew up watching her. And when we do our, uh, we do our little sick outs on, on uh, stand-ups, so like I'll be at a game and I'll say, uh, from Los Angeles with the Lakers, I'm Ramona Shelburne, ESPN, right? You say that at the end. And I always have in my head because growing up I would watch Shelly Smith she would go Shelly Smith ESPN mm. and I go that was so good I'm gonna do it just like <laughs> Shelly all the time and so like we I grew up because and I and I mentioned those names because there wasn't that many right there was there was Hannah Storm there was Shelly Robin Roberts Linda Cohn Elko I see her in the, in yes. the makeup room yep. all the time do the nighttime sports center and so there was there was just a few I can count them on one hand that I that I watched all the time and now I get to work with a lot of them and uh, and it's it's to me it's like amazing that we're sitting here on this desk all of us and and we all know each other like when you said sisterhood to Becky, the way you create a sisterhood is you take care of each other. You reach out. Malika Andrews doesn't, people don't know this story, but Malika sent me a text message when she's in college. She goes, I, I want to be like you when I grow up. Will you, will you talk to me on the phone? <laughs> we talk for 45 minutes. I usually don't spend 45 minutes on the phone with a college student. That one's special. Mm, that's an awesome story. Yeah. I love that. All right, and speaking of Malika, my question for you is, what does it mean to you to inspire girls like me? You're gonna make me cry. Um, <laughs> it means a lot, Pepper, and it means a lot because I felt like when I was your age and I was looking for me, there wasn't a lot of me, particularly a lot of me that wore my hair like this or was mixed like me or had grown up um, maybe having a little bit of a hard time like me. And so if there is anything that I could ever do to help you, because I would not be here without Ramona, without Doris Burke, without Mark Spears, without Stuart Scott, without so many people who I saw a small piece of me in, and if you see that in me, then it is my duty, my responsibility, my honor, my pleasure to make sure that the door is standing open wide for you because I felt like I had to crack it open a little bit more and the people before me had to push through that door and up against that ceiling. So I know that your time is coming. Please give me a little bit more of a run in this seat because my 401k is not where it needs to be quite yet, but I know that you're going to be sitting right next yep. to us right here on yes, NBA Today covering the W, covering the NBA very, very soon. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us here. Thank you. Thank we'll you be back in 60 seconds. NBA Today is presented by Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission and in part by Popeyes.
there, there's no debate. I mean, how when he retires, he will have his number in the rafters next to mine. Uh, the reality is, I don't win those championships without Powell. The CAA doesn't have those two championships without Powell. So we know that. Everybody knows that. And I really look forward to the day where he's there giving his speech at, at center court in front of all the fans who have supported him over the years. So it's going to be an awesome night. I miss him. I miss him so much, like many of us do. I love him. I wish he was here with Gigi. I really do. Uh, but I think he'll be proud. And he was looking forward to this moment. So, I love you, brother. Just an awesome moment for Pau Gasol last Got night. me last night a couple yeah, times. Absolutely. Ooh. I mean, it was a, a special, special thing to witness, to see. Um, you, you spent time with him. He is the utmost gentleman. Yep. He is a basically a genius on the basketball yep. court, yep. Uh, IQ-wise. Uh, what an honor. Yeah. yeah. When the Lakers traded for him, they never did it mid-season trades. Yep. Because the triangle offense is too hard. Yeah. Powell got it in one, one night. Right. You got it. One of the things that makes Powell so special is the championing of the people around him, and particularly of women. And we saw him honored by the WNBA. And I just want to say the energy that everyone is bringing today to International Women's Day, bring it tomorrow to all the women around you as well. We'll see you.